No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. You know, it is not enough for America's future that some participate and others don't. We have been given an extraordinary blessing. And at this moment in time, our country needs us. And we need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. So please join me in welcoming George Soros. And of course, that was our friend, I say that facetiously, Hillary Clinton introducing one of the most evil people on the face of the planet, George Soros. Now, before we get into this morning's segment with Matt Bruce on the Captain's America Third Watch, I want to point you to the lead article over at undergroundusa.com, Klaus Schwab, Why Does This Fascist Have Influence? That relates to our friend Hillary at the opening of the segment. George Soros and Hillary Clinton are two of the VIPs over at the World Economic Forum, and that's the globalist organization run by Klaus Schwab. Who is Klaus Schwab? What's his history? How was he brought up? What was he exposed to? What are his ideas? Where does he want to go? Well, that's part of the introduction that I give in the piece that's featured over at undergroundusa.com this week. And that introduces a fantastic documentary that was released last week called The Great Awakening. It's made by the people who produced Plandemic. It's the third in the series. It is a powerful, powerful documentary that explains a lot. It explains why woke is happening. It explains the goals set forth for the people who believe they're running the world over at the World Economic Forum. And it lays out a roadmap for us to be cognizant of so that we can throw wrenches in that machine at every step possible. It must be stopped. This globalist, elitist, oligarchic, oppressive, totalitarian cabal at the World Economic Forum wants to usher in some of the most devastatingly oppressive stuff in the history of man. And they're doing it using the model of the communist Chinese today. So please go over to undergroundusa.com and read Klaus Schwab, Why Does This Fascist Have Influence?, and make the time to watch the documentary, The Great Awakening. It is an important piece of information and one that you can use as a tool when you talk to people who've been affected by wokeness. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. First of all, two people introduced this hour. Number one not necessarily on the hit parade, but number one in my compadre out there in the West Coast, Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. Hey, Kyle. And now we've got our good friend and fellow brother firefighter, Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Frank. Mr. Captain. Kyle is going to take you through the first segment because I'm doing some more research on this uh, this Philadelphia 
stuff because it's so important. We got to get this out there to the people traveling up and down the East Coast. Well, welcome once again, of course, Frank Salvato. UndergroundUSA.com is the website. It's good to talk to you, my friend, this morning. And uh, first and foremost, everybody, I think, is waiting to hear your take on the latest on the Trump indictment and all of the different uh, speculation that goes around with it having to do with does this indictment stand up or is there something to it, as Bill Barr has said. Well, Bill Barr has got... Uh, about as much credibility as a uh, as, as a frog on a log, as far as I'm concerned. There were certain things that he should have done during his tenure as AG that never took place. There were a lot of promises that were going to come. Chief among them, following up on the fact that uh, that Hillary Clinton, what she did with her emails and having an email server in her bathroom in Chappaqua, you know. So I don't <laughs> I don't put any credit into what he has to say about a lot. Uh, the indictments, hey, uh, there was classified material found. He didn't want to turn them over. Let's have, let's have that day. But the timing of this is, is what reeks like rotting garbage. Uh, anybody who's breathing can see and understands what's going on here. This is the weaponization of the Department of Justice to interfere and give favor to an incumbent president in his reelection campaign. This is something that is that is textbook election interference. Whereas Bill Clinton had wagged the dog with military action, this is Joe Biden's version of that to try and deflect from the fact that he's got so much that is criminal in in his enterprise. He's just throwing red meat to the media to make sure that Trump and negative are always in the headlines. Meanwhile, he, he hides in the basement, eating ice cream, not understanding what day of the week it is. This guy is just as guilty, if not more so, of mishandling classified documents because he had documents at his beach house in, in Behoveth that he never should have had access to because the vice president cannot declassify anything. So there's no reason he should have had those in a private residence. When you want to talk about a president, that's that's another issue. Vice president, an absolute transgression of the law. So Merrick Garland leveling an indictment against Donald Trump for having classified documents among his personal effects at Mar-a-Lago, uh, that reeks of political persecution and, and weaponization of the DOJ against a candidate for the president of the United States and trying to lend favor to the incumbent. And anybody who can't see that or won't admit it is is really just jaded politically. Well, certainly the timing, as you said, is completely suspect. And certainly if, there, if this were a Republican administration doing the same oh. exact thing to the Democrat frontrunner, it would be uh, wall-to-wall on all of the networks all the time that this is a, this is a miscarriage. Oh, not only that, you'd see the House and the Senate appointing select committees to try and, and investigate into this to find out what's happening over at DOJ. Where are the Republicans right. in the House on this? Exactly right. All right, folks, we're talking with Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Kyle Warren with you. Here's the captain and I will be right back, right after these important messages. Right 
handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. American Airlines rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. You betcha. Thank you very much, Frank Silvato. He'll be right back in a minute along with Kyle Warren, a professor of politics. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss Nissan, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com, the website. Moss is spelled M-A-U-S. Nissan.com, Moss, Nissan.com, and please tell them the captain sent you to get even more savings. All right, let's go back first to Kyle Warner, Professor of Politics. Hey, Kyle. Hello, Captain. Now we'll go to uh, Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Good morning, Frank. Mr. Captain. Some fire department business I want to get out there. Anytime we lose a brother or sister in this business, it affects all of us, correct? Oh, absolutely. It, stri- it strikes right to the heart. And we had a tragic incident yesterday where an FDNY firefighter, uh, his daughter apparently was out too far in the water and he was going to try to get out to get her. He never got to her and he drowned. Well, she was caught in a riptide yep. and, the, and he went out to get her out of the riptide. And as he saved her, he lost his life. Yeah. Um, these, th- these things are nothing to screw around with. If you live on the coast. Uh, make sure you know how to get out of a riptide, and if you know that you've got warning flags out about uh, about riptides, don't let your kids get that far into the water. Yeah, are you? Um, are you prayer. either? Are you either? Yeah. So uh, prayers and thoughts go out to his family and uh, and and the department up there. Uh, you know, you're never off duty. You're always on duty, whether you're wearing the uniform coming out of the firehouse or or whether you're just walking around in public. So, uh, Godspeed. Now, the other thing, Frank, is, um, let me see if I can get this terminology right. We had a trillion-dollar omnibus bill that was earmarked for highway improvements and uh, different things with our infrastructure and all that. And here over the weekend, we have a, a gasoline tanker that decides to go out of control, getting off a ramp in Philadelphia, blows up. There goes the bridge. There goes a building somewhere along the line. Where was it? There was a building that collapsed on I-95 as well over the weekend. Uh, my goodness, uh, what is, what's, what's going on here? Well, the, you know, the tanker is, a, is an accident, and that does, you know, when that goes up, there's a lot of power that goes off with that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's something that uh, needs to stand alone. Um, but the collapse, 95, 
Uh, there's no reason for that. Not after this is two Democrat administrations in a row, Matt, that have spent an incredible amount of money on infrastructure, or at least that's what they say. And in in my lifetime, the interstates and and the bridges that are federally that are under federal purview have never been worse. So, mm-hmm. like you were asking me before we came on the air, where'd the money go? Where'd the money go from these bills? We're looking at pretty close to two trillion dollars in less than eight years. Where did the money go? Well, this is why we need to have transparency in legislation. Mm-hmm. The names of the bills don't correlate with what's in the bills. The infrastructure bill that was passed by Joe Biden had very little to do with infrastructure. Yeah. The majority of the money was spent on on supporting the green energy sector and other elements that had nothing to do with infrastructure. And we talked about this ad nauseum when it was going through the House and the Senate. This was a, a sweetheart package jammed full of stuff, and they slapped the label infrastructure on it. This brings up a, a fantastic point that is very seldom talked about when we're talking about the federal government and the way they do legislation. And it's an entire chapter in, in my new book coming out in, in about a month called Nullification. We need standalone legislation at every level of government, whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's county, state, or, or especially federal. Mm-hmm. Standalone legislation mandates that, A, the title means something. It's actually associated with what's being moved in the bill. It dispenses with the omnibus bill garbage where they can tack on all kinds of pork and pet projects to either get their pet projects funded or kill the bill because no one wants to vote for for what what is attached to the bill. And it puts all of our elected officials on record as either voting for or against. How many times have you heard somebody from Washington stepping in the microphone and a, and, and a reporter says, well, why did you vote for that bill, sir? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, well, you know, it was it was what was attached to the bill that needed to get passed. I don't necessarily stand for that. It gives a plausible deniability to vote for crap. That their compatriots want to put into the bill so that well, you vote for my bill, I'll vote for you, Bill. Let's just attach it here and, mm-hmm. and we'll get it through. Don't worry about it. Let's put it on a defense spending bill. It'll get passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't have that. All right. And well, and they're irresponsible and they and they don't have the will to actually legislate comprehensively anymore. So let's slow them down and make them vote on each subject separately, one by one. Gotcha. Now, Kyle, hang on a second. I got a call here. I think I know who this is. Okay. Back in and Bob, you got a minute. Sorry about that, but you got a minute. No problem, Kevin. Anyway, we just wanted to mention as far as infrastructure goes, we seem to be getting an awful lot of roads and stuff being built here in Florida when I drive around the uh, Office 75 and Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, all that, which is great. But the main infrastructure bill I think we need is for the, our electrical grid, because that's the biggest disaster that could happen. Off of that, I just think that's one of the most important things we need to address. All right, that's it, Cap. Well, he's got a point, Frank. Oh, you got a hell of a point. We got to harden our infrastructure. You know, we talk about the uh, the threat of EMPs. 
all the time. And we've been doing it for ever since 2000, as far as I remember back there, Matt. And we haven't done a damn thing to harden our electrical infrastructure. No. It's doable. All we have to do is is make sure that the lines are cased, but we haven't done any of that. Instead, you know, a trillion dollars and the lion's share goes to the green energy that is not ready for prime time. Yeah, no, Bob's got a, a perfect point. If you're going to spend money, a trillion dollars on a bill that's got the, the title infrastructure, all of the money should go to infrastructure. And it shouldn't be about new things that are theoretical. First, you harden what you have. First, you make grade A everything you have, water, electric, roads, bridges, and then you move forward with new things. Mm-hmm. Washington doesn't have any priorities. They don't understand what a priority is, except for if I move this, I get reelected. <laughs> all right. First of all, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay. And because we mentioned electricity and because we mentioned the grid, and because I know somebody out there in California, namely Kyle, right? right? Well, he, he, I believe he's got the rolling blackout problem. Yeah, right? they do. And, they, and remember all those generators they got up there? They got several hundred generators to help with the power. Where'd they all go to? That's a really good question. You know, some people are installing generators for their homes and this kind of thing. A lot of, of buildings might have them. But, but overall, don't you dare, don't you dare burn petrol in it. <laughs> That's right. But but Frank is right. The rolling blackouts, brownouts and all that, they're coming because it's going to be a hot summer and you know what happens then. Welcome to Florida. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. You guys hang in there. We're going to be right back with Frank Silvato and Kyle Warren. We've got a great conversation going here. If you want to get involved, 877-969-8600. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar, Brian Deese, is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about. Ticketmaster's parent company is going woke. They want you to forget about the ridiculous service and convenience fees they charge that nearly double ticket prices. Ticketmaster got caught hacking their competitor to keep customers from getting lower prices. And parent company CEO Michael Rapino laid off workers in droves while raking in millions. It's why Ticketmaster is one of the most hated companies in America. Michael Rapino, Ticketmaster, serve your customers, not woke politicians. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. All right, Kyle, to you. A few years back, not very long ago, a lot of generators showed up out there in California. Uh, At the time, I was still uh, in the trucking business, and we pulled a lot of what was called power only, taking the big generators out there, the triaxles and whatnot, but the one thing that they had the common denominator with all of those generators is every single one of them burnt diesel. How'd that go over? 
Well, I, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think what we what's happened to them these days, anybody really knows, other than the fact that um, every time it gets too hot, um, they actually want to turn off your air conditioner now. That's for sure. Is that because they, they took? Was, the, is that because they got rid of the generators? You know, I think it's because they're not getting the power off the grid as much. That there's just not enough being generated by the power stations themselves. Individual generators might be something at different buildings and so forth. I've seen all kinds of generators installed, um, you know, at uh, office buildings, medical buildings, that kind of thing. Okay, Frank, what's your thought? Well, I, I believe that there's a whole culture out there, especially at the municipal and county level in California, where they don't want you using diesel generators. So they're probably just sitting there. Okay. And, and with the legislation that they've passed out there to make uh, to make fossil fuel burning generators and 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 vehicles obsolete by, I believe it's 2025, it might be 2030. I'm, I'm not solid on that. But it makes them obsolete. It makes them giant paperweights. Hmm. You know, I'm hoping they carved out exceptions for hospitals and nursing homes and things like that. But this is a perfect testimony to the fact that people who are elected to office, who who see it as a prize for themselves, they're people who usually don't think things through to the end. Imagine that. It's you have to when you pose legislation, you have to throw everything at it, and then the kitchen sink to figure out what the ramifications of what you want to do are. There's going to be good things. There may be some bad things. And and that's when a responsible legislator tweaks it to make sure the bad things are marginalized or don't happen. Now, in Washington, D.C., they've just completely stopped writing comprehensive legislation that does that process at all. They write a general bill. They map out some general things in the piece of legislation, jam it full of, of, of legal gobbledygook, and then say, okay, executive branch, we'll leave it to you to figure out the minutia of this. We just know that we want cleaner water. And now you've given the EPA this giant legislative power under the, under the guise of regulatory power. You know, when you could create a, a, a regulation that has the power of law, but you don't have to go through the representative government process, that's a problem because it's unconstitutional. And this now happens in state capitals, especially blue state capitals. They don't think things through to the end. And then you've got a couple hundred million dollars spent on generators that will be legally illegal to use in a couple years. Was that a good stewardship of, of taxpayer money? No. Mm -hmm. Did the federal government uh, take federal taxpayer dollars and put it to this program? Yes. So who's looking out for the taxpayer now? It's certainly not the representatives who are elected to office. Nope, you're right. Now, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> this, is, this is a CBS poll, not, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, conservative or, or right-leaning. The Trump GOP primary lead is now up to 38 points in their poll just a few days after this indictment. Yeah, and you know, and, I, and I've said this before, and, and it just keeps gathering more weight as being the truth. Mainstream media wants Trump to be the candidate. Why did they want him to be a candidate? 
because it's red meat. It gins up the base on the left. It's going to guarantee a higher voter turnout on the left. And it's going to throw into question whether or not you're going to be able to see the pendulum swing back to the right after a blatantly fascist and socialist four years of Joe Biden. This is the danger. And, and I'm not saying it's, that he has bad policies. I never said that Donald Trump had bad policies, but if he is the candidate, then you are going to have another contest of, of personal stuff. It's going to be about Trump's ego. It's going to be about the indictment. It's going to be about all of the stories that were proved not true before because the mainstream media doesn't give a damn about whether they say the truth or not anymore. From the New York Times to the Baltimore Sun to uh, to the L.A. Times to the Chicago Tribune, they don't care about the truth. It's about the narrative. As soon as the media took a seat at the power table along with the elected officials, we lost truth to power. Mm-hmm. We lost that critical check and balance. The media was always supposed to be the ones that questioned authority that spoke truth to power. They don't do that anymore because they're in the pocket helping to sell a narrative from an agendized class that's captured government. So I'm guaranteeing you this, and, and, and I'm willing to bet anything on it. If Donald Trump is the nominee for the Republicans, you are going to see what happened in 2020 happened times 10 in the media. And remember, it's not the base that wins elections. It's just not. Elections are won in the center. If you don't capture the independent and the middle vote, you lose. And those are the people that very seldom do any research into any topic or any candidate. They listen to the news, they make the decision on the 30-second soundbite, and all they're going to hear for a year is Trump bad, orange man back to make your world a disaster, and fascism will be ushered back in, because they don't know what the definition of fascism is. So we mm-hmm. have to have a very serious and a very immediate conversation about whether we want this country to get back on track or whether we want to go through a recycled bunch of crap like we did the last time where idiots elected who's running our country. Now, the U.S. military is promising citizenship to the migrants, the illegals that are here, serve the country, become a citizen. That's been going on for a while. It's not just a new thing. Oh, no, yeah. that's If, you, if you're over here and you're here, you know, illegally or you want to come to the country and you want to pledge allegiance to swear oath of the constitution and serve the country on the field of battle then to, to get citizenship i i have no problem with that i have no problem with it if you love the united states and remember i don't see a lot of people from from third world countries or or developing countries trying to get into china no trying to get into the, to, to the former Soviet Union. They flocked to the United States because we are the last best hope for freedom on the face of the planet. But if you want to come here and you want to love the country that you're, that you're immigrating to and you're devoted enough to say, I'll serve in the military, give me a weapon, put me on the front line. If we go to war, 
I'll be there. If you love the country that much, you're the kind of person I want here. All right, my friend, coming to the end of the segment. Thanks for sticking around an extra segment. I appreciate you as always. We'll be talking to you tomorrow or uh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Stay low, my friend. All right, take care. All right, Frank Silvato, everybody, undergroundusa.com. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate it, leave a comment if your platform lets you. And be sure to head on over to undergroundusa.com, sign up for our Substack. It comes directly to you. Independent journalism. That's where the facts are going to be found moving forward. Mainstream media is dying and or dead. So be judicious when it comes to who you listen to. Do your homework. Create your own assembly of websites and voices so that you can be educated and informed going into the future, especially 2024. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I'll be right back. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.